Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It is Tuesday, the 6th of April. Great to be here with you for the COB, the podcast we do Monday to Friday or Tuesday to Friday, depending on how the week rolls. I'm Nadine Blaney here with Annette Beecher. Annette, big day for you, RBA Day. Oh, we love RBA Day. <laughs> uh, we Not many people were actually in the markets to love it today. It was, uh, it was very quiet. The RBA didn't disappoint. Pretty widely expected that not much would change. We really had to dig deep to find a couple of changed words here and there but the message is loud and clear the economy is doing well but we are so short of our targets that we won't be doing anything until 2024 at the earliest and that's really all we need to know from the RBA today. Davish transitory inflation keeping an eye on housing and lending practices but nothing definitive on that point as well. No, not yet. But we will hear from them later in the week with the financial stability report. Don't fall asleep. Everyone is looking for signs of cracks in housing lending. And if there are any, it will be in this report on Friday. The RBA chose not to give us any hints today. Well, we saw the dip in Australian yields uh, aided the rally for the S&P ASX 200 today. The drop gathered a bit of pace after the RBA's meeting. In fact, it was, I think it's the third, yeah, it's the third consecutive day of gains for the ASX. Hey, we'll take it up by about 1%, just above that. And if we talk about big movers, I may as well start with CleanAway. Mm. So it has an offer on the table for Suez. Yes, it's got a few hurdles. But did great things for the share price today, up by 16%. Amazing. Well, I get right to the stock of the day, Annette, because that's what it was sure on the was. call this afternoon. Interesting to note, despite the share price gain, well, you listen for yourself. Here's Howard Coleman from Team Invest and Nathan Samasandram from Deep Data Analytics on CleanAway. Turn on equity is low. It, it hasn't been more than about 5.5% uh, for about six or seven years. They're making a large acquisition. Now, that's a very large acquisition for the size of the business that they are. Now, large acquisitions, about two out of three, land up destroying shareholder funds. Only about one out of three land up delivering what they originally hoped to deliver. It, it certainly wouldn't enthuse our members of Team Invest. You've got to remember what you're buying it for. CleanAway is... In, in concept, people think it's defensive, but it's not actually that defensive. It doesn't pay a big yield, so you're not buying a big yield stream either. So what are you buying? You're buying a relatively stressed multiple. It's not cheap. Um, both Bingo and Cleanover were down. Now they're all involved in M&A. That's why they've all gone up. Now the thing to remember is these things are not going to do massive growth rates. So you want to buy them when they're cheap, and the market ignores it. You don't buy them when they're hot. What CleanAway is doing is really protecting its turf. It needs to, there's an acquisition play that is running around globally and they need to keep acquiring to stay relevant. 
not going in the portfolio. That's a no. <laughs> That's a no from both. Look, That's just a no. too hard basket, as you heard. If you'd like to listen to the full response on that or to find out about any of the other companies that we discussed there were 10 others you can listen to the call it's available as a podcast if that's what you're into which I'm assuming you are if you're listening to this <laughs> and also on our website if you'd like to watch it one of the other companies we talked about was CSR and I'm going to give the game away and say again CSR is not a buy for either of these two gentlemen even though it's leveraged to the housing market even though it's leveraged to the mm. building space they both say that story is well known by the market different opinion coming from Luke Larative from Seneca Financial Solutions earlier today on the program. I don't think that was you doing the interview. Yeah. Um, but if you'd like to listen to why Luke has a different view on CSR, you can do so by accessing that interview via the show notes. I can't give it all away uh, <laughs> right now. Um, but Annette, elsewhere in the market, I mean, it was pretty pretty quiet because it was, you know, we, we are on sort of semi-holiday period, fair to say, yes. in Australia. This is sort of the last fun school holiday before winter <laughs> sets in. So I think a few people are out enjoying the Easter show here in Sydney since it didn't run last year. So it's it's been a, a quiet one. But ha- having said that, you know, there's we've had some good data out of uh, Oz today. We had a big jump in the trimmed mean inflation measure for March. That went way under the radar. Um, Uh, I'm not sure if anyone actually noticed, but 0.4 in the month is pretty punchy. So that's something that uh, will be feeding into everyone's models ready Mm -hmm. for inflation later this month. Job ads as well. Blockbuster, 7.5% announced today for March. And they upgraded February to nearly 9% in the month. That actually translates to nearly 200,000 jobs, which is more than the estimated drop-off of JobKeeper. Now, of course, supply doesn't match demand. There's going to be a a mismatch in skills. But having said that, vacancies are certainly there and that will help cushion the blow of the end of JobKeeper. Okay, well, that sounds all pretty positive. Also, on the positive side of the ledger today, travel bubble with New Zealand. Now, Jacinta Ardern, the New Zealand PM, saying it is flyer beware. You know, you fly at your own risk, but you can go to New Zealand and you don't have to quarantine. Um, I wrote a piece in the newsletter version of the pod, uh, of the COB today just saying that, look, I think we have got, it's not too late, we've got to get our act together mm. in this vaccine rollout because, sure, we can have a travel bubble that we can go to New Zealand without quarantining. But, Annette, until these international borders get open, uh, you know, our advantage could very well be lost. And I think that this slow vaccine rollout is not just making, not just putting that at risk, but it's it's making the whole... Uh, domestic cell job that the government has to do in terms of reopening the international border that much more difficult. I mean, and it could potentially be a disaster. I've, the What really stood out was the fact that the Queensland had to go into lockdown because a frontline worker passed on the virus from a patient to a doctor. Now, if everyone had been vaccinated at the frontline... That wouldn't have happened. So it's not just about international borders. It's still about city lockdowns. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's just, you know, we, what I've written, if anyone cares, is that it's not about the pace of the economic recovery to now. You know, Australia has done well. It's Mm. the pace of the economic recovery a year from now and what it means if our vaccine rollout continues at this slow pace. I mean, they're talking about not even having full vaccination until mid-2022. I mean, that is... Yeah. In contrast to the rest of the world, pretty pathetic. Yeah, no, not not good enough. Not when we've got the facilities, we've got the information, 
uh, everyone should have access to at least one dose. What weren't we promised everybody one one dose by October? Um, it's it's not going to happen. We're very lucky in that. Yes, our our COVID count is very low, but I think that caught the federal government on the hop, completely complacent, going, "Well, there's no rush. We should do it properly." But doing it properly, they're not doing it at all. Yeah, and I, I also wonder if the population, you know, like a lot of the blame, blame ultimately will lie with public officials, but, you know, I think that the population has become pretty complacent as well. Um, so we'll see if that Brisbane lockdown will kick things into gear. We'll get people thinking about it again. Um, but listen, I turned something positive for the travel, for, you know, this travel bubble with yeah. New Zealand uh, into something a, a little well, bit critical the, there. But the travel bubble will be shut down in a heartbeat yeah. if we get a breakout. So uh, it's crucial. But in terms of equities, I mean, we saw the or the response as we uh, had expected yes. with, you know, Qantas and Flight Centre and Webjet and all those names. So that was a positive look Afterpay, in case you didn't know, the went gangbusters today. All yeah. of the techs were up, but Afterpay up by about 10%. So we're now on the cusp of this U.S. Uh, opening. We've got some economic data, not sort of top tier on the horizon, mm. but, you know, a lot of expectation now baked in. Now that we've seen that strong data, strong equities response, muted Treasury yield yes. response. I think that's that should be the the theme. Um, it's it is a quiet week here, but the fact that we have an actually an economic sweet spot with a million jobs added in the U.S. unemployment rate down to six, and yet the bond market practically didn't move. And I the the well, the ten year in particular is caught in a trading range. And, uh, and that was a number that was 50% higher than market expectation. So it's not like it was expected. So that then feeds us into an absolute sweet spot for the equity market. Because as we know, throughout most of February and March, equities were very nervous about those bond yields. And we had mini tech wrecks sort of, you know, day after day. And uh, yes, our, our tech market had a, a cracking session because the NASDAQ basically went, well, hang on, bond yields aren't moving. Mm-hmm. So tech is still in play. NASDAQ was up by 1.8%. So you're really hanging out for this US session to see if any more of that plays out. Hanging out for tomorrow, as always. Uh, Gavin Went, director of Mind Life Report, will be in in the morning to talk commodities. Again, commodities were supportive of the local market and the local unit, the dollar. So we'll see how that happens overnight. We will be speaking, you will, with Stephen Kukoulis, market economics, oh, Joe yes. Masters, chief economist yep. EY. That'll be good. Not yeah, only. Vitriolic, anti uh, not anti vaxxer He's a he's a he's a, su- he's a supporter of vaccines. He is very anti government uh, at the moment. Just thinks that you know we are so b- behind the the curve. It's it's just uh, an embarrassment, really. We're short on actual data per se, but as we say, the RBA just spoke, so there's still plenty mm-hmm. to to look at and uh, and chew over with Joe Masters uh, as well tomorrow. Yes, strong on housing, both of those guys, and um, yeah, I suppose confidence will be part of the discussion as well in the context of vaccine rollout. Uh, I'll be on the call. So Henry Jennings from Marcus Today, Andrew Whiteland from DP Wealth Advisory. I giggle because I know there will be a few pot shots and a few (laughs) wisecracks here and there coming from those guys. And uh, we'll be speaking as well with Jonathan Miller, CEO of Kraken Australia at 310. That'll be you and I, Annette. So lots to look forward to. yeah, that was a good day. We'll do it all again tomorrow. Good day. Oh, for those of you that are in the markets <laughs> and listening, thank you so much. We'll speak again tomorrow. See ya.
Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.